Hello, my friend. You're listening to episode number 12 of Tipod. And today I am so beyond excited because we are talking about something that is literally foundational to the success of your business. This is the piece that is so important as you scale your business to achieve more impact. What are we talking about? We're talking about hiring. Yes, more specifically, we're talking about figuring out whether or not you're truly ready to hire your first team member. Now, I want to be super clear here. Today's episode is all about deciding if right now is the time to hire a genuine core team member. So although there are tons of gems, I already know, guys, there are tons of gems that will absolutely apply to anybody looking to outsource specific projects or maybe bring someone on temporarily or, you know, just those little one-offs. There are some gems here that will apply to that, but more specifically today, I'm talking about building your dream team. I'm talking about making those hires that will stand the test of time, that are in it for the long haul, and it's really helping you to scale your business in a serious way, okay? Because as you continue to scale and and as you continue to grow and achieve more impact, it's the team behind you that's going to help support you and going to catapult your business quite literally. So we don't take that team lightly, right guys? Here at Tipod, we don't take teams lightly and we don't take leadership lightly. So that is what I'm diving into today is really getting your mindset and even your back of the house behind the scenes, getting it crystal clear and making sure you're actually ready before you take the plunge and make this very important hire, okay? So I'm gonna walk with you through the number one reason solopreneurs decide to hire and how to test if you're really ready to take on this next chapter in your business. Trust me, my friend, it's a freaking amazing chapter and I'm so excited if you're even thinking about taking the plunge and building your core dream team. Clearly, I am super excited about this because to me, this is a big piece of the heart of what I do is really making sure that you're setting your business up with a strong footing from the get-go and making decisions like these. I'm telling y'all, these are the types of things that people tend to stumble over and have to learn from experience. But if I can keep you from making some of the cardinal mistakes, or if I can even talk you through how to course correct, Y'all, I have done my job. So if you're ready, I'm ready. Let's get into this. Hi there. Thanks for tuning in to Tie Pod, a podcast crafted by Tiana Ty to help you purify your purpose in business, love, and life. Whether you're an entrepreneur, dog mom, or just getting started, you're bound to find value as Tiana dives into meaningful topics each episode. So... Settle in, turn up the volume, and welcome your host, Tiana Tai. I absolutely get it, my friend. If you're listening to this episode right now, chances are you are one of my favorite people, a solopreneur who has literally built your business with blood, sweat, and freaking venti cups of cold brew, okay? You have been rocking it, and it is not an easy journey. 
Everybody knows when you're a solopreneur, you are absolutely wearing all the hats, which can be exhausting. And even if you've done really, really well for yourself and managed to freelance out a lot of the work that you really shouldn't be doing because we're operating in our zone of genius, right? Even if we've done that, still, there are too many late nights and there's not that sense of freedom that so many of us entered this space to achieve. So although you may have outsourced your specific projects to get you by, you're listening right now because you know the deal. You know you need something more substantial. You need someone who is so bought in, so keyed in to your team and your business that you can really trust them. You can trust them to operate in their zone of genius and just really help you achieve the impact that you have always dreamed that your business will achieve. Am I right? That's what we're ready for if we're listening to this episode, right, friend? Okay, so now that you've achieved a level of profitability and consistency, because I will make it absolutely clear that those are two of the key elements of truly being ready to hire a core team member is that you have an element of consistency in your business, whether it's the cadence, the ebb of uh, client engagements, the ebb of pay, like all those really important things, right? We're consistent there. And hopefully we do have a comfortable level of profitability, in which case, absolutely, it is only natural that you're starting to wonder if making a core team member a thing is the next move for your business, right? Because we can outsource all day, we can hire temporary support all day, but there is nothing like having somebody who is truly on your side, truly rooting for your team, truly there to support all of the clients that you love so dearly, right? I mean, you can look at the teams of some of the top entrepreneurs and a lot of them are sharing who their team members are openly and freely because they truly understand that once you are trying to scale to that level, once you are trying to make that impact, there's no possible way anybody can do it alone absolutely no way. And they value their team so much. I'm pretty sure I've even seen some of my very favorites have separate Instagram accounts just for their team, just so their team can be introduced to their audience and really play a part in a major way, okay? So if that's what we're ready for, absolutely. Like, let's get into it. So there is one super common reason that I hear so many people tell me, you know, this is why I'm ready to hire Tiana. Like, this is why I need somebody on my core team. So what is that reason? Time. Yes. Oh, my goodness. If I were to ask you right now, what exactly about the current state of your business is signaling to you that it is time to make your first hire? I would bet money that you're sitting there like, I don't have freaking time. I don't have time to get everything on my to-do list done. I don't have time to eat lunch every day. I don't have time to take on as many clients as my heart wants me to be able to take on. Because especially if you're a service-based provider, which I know a lot of you are, our time is our most valuable commodity. So I absolutely know and I absolutely understand what it feels like to just have such a stretch on your time to where you're literally just like, oh my goodness, I need help immediately, right? (laughs) 
And it's honestly, it's not that great of a feeling. Like, let's be honest about it. It's super uncomfortable. If I'm speaking directly into your heart right now, please know this. You are not alone. Most solopreneurs I know, myself included, we all cite time as the one thing that we don't have enough of. There are never enough hours in the day to finish our to-do lists, to have our workout regimen poppin', to spend time with the family, to clean the house, to renovate the house, like whatever it is, whatever is actually on your to-do list chances are you feel my pain here. Like our inboxes, I don't don't even get me started on what my inbox looks like. Am I right? And we find it a struggle to manage in the day to day and still keep things fresh for our audience, for our clients, for the people that we are actually serving, right? It's really hard to wear all of the hats and still have the level of client engagement and community building that we are all dying for. So, of course, when things start to kind of get out of control in terms of time and we just simply don't have enough of it, we start to think about hiring more consistent help. And again, when I say more consistent help, I'm not totally referring to the idea of simply outsourcing uh, your launch strategy for your next program launch, right? Or I'm not talking about outsourcing your rebranding. All of those things will absolutely save you time. But remember, right now, right here, right now, what I'm really keyed in on is hiring your first core team member who you're really going to bring into the fold of your business in the long run, okay? So we're thinking about it and we need that consistent help and I love that. Like if that's where your mind is, you're actually in a really beautiful space right now and you truly understand the value of your time and the fact that if there's not enough of it and I truly value it, yes, I am willing to exchange resources to get someone on my team who really truly cares, right? That is freaking fantastic. It takes so many of us so long to even get into that headspace. So if this is where you are right now, literally congratulations. But I have to say the but because I am an intentional leader, you all. So I will never just tell you to jump right into something without putting some thought into it, right? Like let's think this through. Because if time is our main reason that we are looking to outsource, right, and we are willing to trade resources to buy back some of our time, that is a beautiful thing. But I want to I want to ask you just a couple of questions, because if you answer these questions in a certain way, I know that hiring truly will give you back the time and the space that you need to be the CEO you were born to be. Now, if you answer these questions in another way, hiring would eventually give you back that time, but you may be signing yourself up for for some major growing pains that, quite frankly, you could avoid completely, okay? So here are your questions. There are three questions. I want you to raise your hand if right now, right here and right now, you have an accurate understanding of exactly how you are spending your time in your business. Do you know proportionally how much of your workday is going to creating content? How much of your workday is going to admin? How much of your workday is going to email management? How much of your workday is going to actual client interactions, whether 
you're a coach or you provide some other service to somebody, do you know exactly how you are currently spending your time in your business on average? Okay, so if your answer to that question is yes, you passed the first question. If your answer to that question is no, please stay tuned in, stay keyed in. I'm waking you up right now. This episode will help, okay? Question number two. I want you to raise your hand if you have audited your own work streams and processes to ensure that you are working as efficiently as possible. Okay, did I get anybody new? So this is going to be really important and we'll dive a little bit deeper into this in a bit, but having a clear understanding of your work streams and your processes is one of those foundational things you should really have in place before you hire. So if you raised your hand and you're like, Tiana, I know exactly how I spend my time in my business and I do have my work streams and processes documented and streamlined. I just need somebody to take some of them away from me. Oh my God, you are doing so good. We may need to just jump on a call and get you hiring right away, okay? But if not, stick with me, friend. Okay, question number three. This is the final question. Have you already automated or contracted help to help you automate the tasks and systems, right? Have you gotten those systems in place that can run themselves with technology? Okay, so this clearly was a piggyback on question number two. But if you have your work streams and processes clearly outlined and they're as efficient as possible, that means that you've looked into automation. And I am not an automation queen. It's not something that I teach, but I have a lot of friends who are absolute geniuses and rock stars with automation. And this is something that if you have not yet done so, you can contract the help to do this. And you can really get your systems airtight to make sure that anything that can be supported by technology gets supported by technology. Because in the future, uh, when you do hire and onboard like everybody in your dream team, you're still going to want these tasks automated. Like we want our human capacity and uh, the skills and characteristics that our team brings to the table. We want them to use those in the best way possible. But if there's a system out there that can do some of that stuff, you're freeing them up to really operate in a more impactful way for your business. Okay, so. Again, if you raised your hand and you have an accurate understanding of how you're currently spending your time, you have your work streams and processes totally outlined and they're super efficient, and you have already automated the tasks that can run themselves, whoa, you are probably actually very, very good and you are ready to hire my friend. And that makes me really, really happy. I love it. Like send me a DM right now. If you're like, Tiana, I answered all three questions. Yes. And I am ready to do this thing. Let's talk about it, okay? But if the answer is no to any of these questions, I'm going to be totally straight up with you. There may be more value in tightening processes within your business before you make your first hire. I've got to take just a quick second to ask you for a serious bit of support. 
TIEPOD would not be possible without your reviews, your comments, and just all of the positive feedback that we've been receiving so far. So if you haven't already, please go on, hit subscribe to make sure you're not missing out on any of this good and free content, and also be sure to leave a review. You may think that I'm not looking at them, but I swear to you, my friend, I read every single review and it just makes my heart so happy. So if you haven't already done so, hit pause, leave a review, and then let's get back to the goodness. So you may just be like, Tiana, like, I just want to hire somebody so that I don't have to worry about any of this. (laughs) I get that feeling and I'm going to just combat this with a story, okay? So whether you're religious or not, there is a great lesson in the Bible in Matthew. And it's this lesson that Jesus teaches about wise and foolish builders. So stick with me, friend. Jesus gives the same message to all of the people in this story. Build your house on a bed of rocks so that it can withstand any storm, right? Some people listened to this and others didn't in the story. But for the people who did listen, when the storms came, their house withstood the damage. The others were not so lucky. I think it's really funny. This just popped into my head. But this totally reminds me of the three little pigs, right? Like one builds their stick with hay. One builds, I mean, one builds their house with hay. I think the other used like sticks. And then the last one used bricks, right? So if we are building our foundation with sturdy materials, if we're building the foundation of our business and of our team with intentionality, it will withstand any storm. But sometimes when we jump into things just a hair too quickly, we may withstand a bit of damage, which is okay. Those are growing pains and we can learn from it. But if you haven't jumped into this process yet, this is great because you are setting that foundation early, right? So I love that story in the Bible. And I love now that I brought up the three little pigs, I freaking love that too. Those two stories should always go together. I think it's the perfect example of why I want to challenge the assumption that making your first hire will automatically give you back time. In reality, you could simply have a foundation issue in terms of knowing how to prioritize your own work. Uh, automating your systems and streamlining your processes, right? That is foundational. But if it's not simply a foundational issue, then yes, hiring could be it for you. But if you do have a foundational issue, that could be a big piece of what's sucking your time and burning you out. So getting that foundation of your business in order before you begin building is actually going to set you up for an incredible first hire. And bonus points, it's going to feel a lot better to the team member that you're onboarding, that they're coming into a business that has a solid foundation, right? Because remember, anybody that opts to be on your team, they're making a career choice for themselves. Like this is not transactional. This is people's careers we're talking about. So we want to be able to welcome them into a beautiful business with a solid foundation. Okay. So with this in mind, If you feel like you need to test your foundation and if there are some things you want to get straightened out based on everything we've talked about, this is one of the best tools, one of the best activities that I could set up for you. And it's called the daily work log. So 
The daily work log is a super simple exercise that is going to help you get your foundation straighted out just to start with, okay? So if you're rolling your eyes because you're like, Tiana, I don't have time and you're telling me to do homework. This is exactly why you're thinking about hiring, right? You don't have the time. But let me assure you, my friend, you are investing time now so that you can get your foundation straightened out, which is going to save you time in the long run. I promise you. So I do suggest you complete a work log, which is basically a document that tracks exactly how your time is being spent throughout your workday. So this is super, super good if you really just need that foundational understanding of how you are spending your time, right? And I just want to give a little caveat. If you feel like you already know how you're spending your time, so if you raised your hand to that very first question I asked earlier on, that's great. Stick with me. You may not need to complete the entire work log, but you can still look at your daily tasks and your daily schedule and do part two to this exercise. So stick with us for just a minute longer. So when you're completing your work log, you're writing down your tasks, how long the task takes, whether or not you have a defined and streamlined process for the task. And then part two is whether you can outsource, delegate the task, right? Okay, so this is a great tool to get that accurate picture of how you're spending your time, but then it takes it a step further and gets you thinking about, okay, is this one of the tasks that I would want a core team member to take on for me? And you do this with uh, everything you're doing for just a few days, and it gives you a really beautiful picture of the type of hire you need to make and of the actual tasks that would go on that job description. So I'm getting ahead of myself, but let me take a step back. So if you batch work, I do recommend you complete the work log every day, probably for about the week. And it shouldn't be that hard because again, if you're batch working, you may be writing blog content for a four hour block, or you may be like me and be recording podcasts for a four hour block, right? So you're not writing down a million and one things, but it is really good to do it for a week straight because if you batch work, your days can look really different, right? Some of us have CEO days on on Mondays. Some of us have our creative days on Thursdays, so on and so forth. Now, if you don't batch work and you're really just ticking away at all the boxes uh, on a daily basis, you should still do this for about two to three days because we want to see kind of the average picture of the tasks that you're doing so that you have a good sense of what it is that you're going to outsource to your future team member. Okay, so after completing this work log for a few days, a lot of people start to realize a few things. Uh, They realize there are a ton of things that could be automated in their business, but they've been dragging their feet. So in that case, you absolutely should look into doing it yourself or contracting out, you know, a contract, not a core team member, right? So you could contract out somebody to really help you with your systems and automation of those things. The other thing that people tend to notice is they do a lot of tasks that don't actually make them more money. And I want to challenge you on this because there are some things admin wise that just have to be done, right? It's just good business to keep your email box clean and to make sure you're responding to clients, things like this, right? But there are other tasks like, this is a bad example, but I'm just going to give it the proverbial Instagram scroll. 
where we're scrolling and scrolling, not really engaging, not actually building community, right? These are things that we put on our to-do list sometimes and they don't actually make us more money. So you may not actually want to delegate that task, right? Yep. So it's going to be really good for you to start to notice. I spent a lot of time doing X, Y, and Z and it didn't make me any money. That's a bonus. (laughs) Okay. The third thing that people tend to realize is they can do double the work because their work stream is not clearly mapped out. Yes. So uh, when you have your work stream clearly mapped out, it just enables you to be like, okay, so when I do my podcast post-production, I do step one, step two, step three, step four. And then again, back to the automation, it makes you realize, hey, step three always follows the same template. So why don't I just build that template? And that way, all I'm doing is plugging and chugging a bit of information. Also that way, if this process is something that I want to delegate to a core team member, now that I've seen the fact that I'm doing double the work by not actually streamlining this a bit, I know that when I pass this on to my team member after I've streamlined, wow, they are being way more efficient with my time and with my business's time. Am I right? All right. The very last thing uh, that most people tend to notice after completing their work log is that they're not spending enough time on the 20% of activities that actually move the needle for them. So these 20%, like this is your revenue generating stuff, my friend. So this is the stuff, this is the ideating. This is the actual connection with uh, clients, you know? This is when you take the day to really be a CEO. And unfortunately, a lot of us don't even give ourselves that CEO day, right? To really step into our power and our mental capacity as the CEO of our businesses. Imagine if you could spend the majority of your time doing those revenue-generating activities. Imagine if you could spend the majority of your time outlining that high-level ticket ticket offer, right? Those are the things that really move the needle financially in your business. So as you look at your work log and notice that like, wow, my 80% really is going to non-revenue-generating activities, those are some of the first things that I recommend people look at uh, to outsource, not to outsource, to delegate to their core team member, because those are the things that still have to get done. I'm not talking about completely useless tasks, but these are the tasks that if you could spend your time doing X and your team member could spend your time doing Y, your team member is really taking care of it. They're not letting the ball drop, but you are doing activities, revenue generating activities that could bring in 10 times the amount of money than if you were, say, uh, designing your own podcast graphics on Canva. You see what I'm saying? Okay. So we broke it down. We broke down some of the things that you may notice after you complete this work log, but now it is time to take action. On a normal workday, I want you to go about your day as usual, and I want you to track exactly how you're spending time. So obviously, don't start this right now, but when you do it, just know that I've got your back. I set up a work log template, and it is a free custom template specifically for you to do this exercise. It's pretty simple. You're going to go about your day. As I said, you're going to write down the tasks that you're doing. 
You're going to set a timer and record how long it takes you. And then you're going to ask yourself, is there a workflow in place? Do I have an efficient process that I follow to complete this task? Finally, part two to this exercise is you're going to critically think through whether this is a task that you should keep doing, which means it moves the needle and you're really good at it. You need to handle these tasks personally, especially if they are revenue generating tasks in a major way. Or you should stop doing, which means it's not really beneficial to your business. Quite frankly, it's a waste of time and you wouldn't even delegate it to your team member now that you take a look at it a little bit deeper. Or automate. So this is important and we've talked about this a bunch, but you know that this task is simple enough that a system could take it over if you just set it up yourself or got someone to help you set it up. And finally, delegate. So it's super important, but a system cannot take it over and your time is not well spent doing it because you could be doing more revenue generating, more impact driven tasks. But It is still important and it has to get done and you can train somebody to take over this task once they are a member of your core team. Got it? So just to recap, keep doing, stop doing, automate or delegate, okay? So again, once you've completed this work log for two to three days or about a week, take a few minutes and see how you're spending your time. So we've really, we've really knocked this one down. Like we've broken this down. So I think you're clear by now. But just as our final wrap up, as our conclusion, I'm going to tell you the three key things. And if you can't answer yes, you may not be ready to hire. But if you can answer yes, you are ready to hire based on the results of your work log. Okay, so you may not be ready to hire quite yet if. Most of your tasks can be automated once you get the right systems in place. On the flip side, if you still have enough tasks to delegate to a new hire, even after automating much of your business, then yes, bring on a core team member, right? So that's the first one. The second one, you may not be ready to hire If based on your work log, you don't have enough tasks categorized as delegate to keep your first hire busy. So if they're part time, that's they still need about 10 to 20 hours is a good standard for part time work. Right. So if they're not if there are not enough tasks to delegate, they may not be a core team member yet. But if your delegate tasks can be bucketed into a single role For example, uh, a content creator, right? They may be able to do your blog drafting, your editing and proofing, your SEO, like all of those things could potentially be handled by one content creator. So that is a single role, a cohesive role, and they could spend about 10 to 20 hours a week doing that role. Yes, you are ready to hire. Now, I do want to say I made the comment that you may not be ready for a core team member yet if you don't have enough hours, but you can still be intentional and bring on somebody more on a contractor basis uh, or even know, bring them on very low in hours, like even five hours a week, but let them know off top that as the business continues to scale, 
you are interested in them being eventually like truly a core team member, truly somebody that is feeding into your business on a daily basis, right? So you can set that intention if the fact is you're truly not there to support somebody between 10 to 20 hours a week. You don't have enough work for them, but you totally love them and you want them to be keyed into your business in such a deep way. Be intentional. Let them know. Tell them like, hey, this is what I've got going on right now, but this is where I'd really love to get you and just see what comes out of that conversation. Okay. Last and final thing before we wrap up for the day. You may not be ready for your first hire if you have enough tasks to warrant hiring them so you do have the 10 to 20 hours for them, but you do not have workflows in place. Okay, so obviously on the other side of that, you are totally ready to hire if each delegate task has a workflow attached to it and you have a process in place that can be passed to another person. So quite obviously, this is actually a pretty simple problem to solve. So if you don't have your workflows in place, all we gotta do is get those workflows in place, my friend. And once you have that streamlined, it's going to be so much easier on you and your new hire for you to onboard them and get them fully integrated within your business. So there you have it, my friend. Today, we really broke it down and we were super honest with ourselves, right? We thought deeply into whether or not we are truly ready to hire our first core team member. Now, again, I think that this is such a beautiful space to be in as an entrepreneur, even if you're still technically a solopreneur, as a solopreneur especially, this is such a beautiful space to be in because this means that your business is ready to scale, which means your business is ready to continue to make a deeper and deeper impact on the people that you are serving. And that is a blessing right? So I think it's such a beautiful thing that you took the time to really think about it and really dig deep and ask yourself some of the questions that I presented to you today. Now, again, I absolutely am advocating that you go to my website, just go to uh, the show notes, and I'm absolutely going to provide you with a link to take you directly to this free resource that I created for you. It is my absolute hope that this resource can serve you just to get a little bit clearer on exactly what you're going to bring in your new hire to do and just get a little more clarity on your processes, your systems, your automation, all of those super foundational things, right? Because we are building our business out of bricks, my friend. Look, we're setting that foundation in concrete, okay? We are making sure that your business can truly stand the test of time by taking the time and being intentional and getting your foundation straightened out before you bring on your very first core team member. <laughs> 